In this week's episode of We Love Gymnastics, we discuss several topics. Um, trigger warning, this episode in the beginning may not be for some younger audiences. Um, we discuss a lot of heavy topics and a lot of triggering issues. So if you have a sensitive ear, I suggest you skip ahead to about an hour into the show. Um, Please follow us on all the platforms. Thank you for all of the support we are getting on the streaming platforms. Don't forget to like, to rank, to review the streams. Follow us on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, which is delaying our podcast by up to two days. So please forgive us for that. On Spotify, on everything, please follow us. On the Twitter platform, please follow us on the Instagram platform. Please follow us, especially on the YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Facebook platforms. Please follow Addicts on all of his individual platforms. And please follow me, Michaela Loves Gymnastics, on all of her individual platforms. And please enjoy this episode. Oh, we preview... We, we give you a little bit of the gay code in the beginning. It takes about 45 minutes to an hour worth of a conversation. And then the last half of the show, we give you a preview of American classics, Pan-American games, European championships, and the Commonwealth games. And we review the Mediterranean games. Please enjoy this episode of We Love Gymnastics. I'm going to make a couple of We're too. going live. I see it. It's storming here in plain view, so the internet sucks. I'm sorry. It's, it's what we get. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Do you really enjoy my new phone situation. I told you guys I was going to upgrade my phone eventually. It just took me a year to do it, but I did it and the quality is so much better and like you could hear me so much better and it's not all that clicking and shit that was going on in the background on my damn line before. It's giving. Like, oh my gosh. It is giving, giving your honor. It is giving. We, we, we're stepping our pussies up. Slowly not but the surely. The pussies the are being stepped up. How are you guys oh, doing? I've missed you guys so much. I feel like I haven't. I feel like I haven't been on my damn show in like a fucking month. Flight life update, everybody. Um, for those who don't know, at one point in time in June, I was working two jobs. I was trying to do both jobs. I was still trying to maintain my old job while you know building my new relationship at my current job but to make a long story short it just didn't work out that way 
So I end up leaving my old job. I'm no longer at the mall doing market research for, you know, the people. I am now a front desk clerk at a hotel. And it is just so much better of a job. It's so much easier of a job. It's better hours, you know. When we have to go to Fort Worth, Texas next year, I could get us a nice little discount on the hotel. It's going to be cute. So, you know. So it won't let us stream just because I'm I'm restricted right now. Uh, okay. I was wondering why we were not live on Facebook. So that's that's the tea. <laughs> that's what's happening right now. That's cool. <laughs> now tell the kids why kids I'm restricted. Just... <laughs> I just restricted on Facebook because he um, said something like all the gays need to go to the guillotine. No, 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 no. I didn't say all the gays. I just said certain gays should go to the guillotine. Which, I mean, that's satire. Like, who takes that serious? Takes, like, being sent to the guillotine seriously other than, like, I don't know, Marie, Marie Antoinette. Come on now. I have a laceration. Look at this. Curly face with us. Okay, so what, what are we doing here? Tell the kids. So, you guys, we are going to do a um, two-part episode. Two-part. First part is, yes, first part is, you know, the reason we got all the pride shit up is we never gave you guys our pride episode. So um, I'm borrowing my sister, Niambi Stanley's phrase that, you know, I live in a world where I'm prideful 365. So, you know, um, it's pride in 4K. So um, I feel like I do a pride episode whenever the hell I feel like it. So I just want to talk about a particular issue that everybody, I'm sure you guys seen in the issue, Macy Gray and what she said about the trans community. And I want, I don't really want to talk about that. What I want to talk about is certain people in the community's reaction to what Macy Gray had to say more. So that's going to be the first half of the show. Um, oh, I should look on YouTube. That's where if people are not on Facebook, people are going to be on YouTube and on Twitch. Um, then I got a haircut. I got a haircut. I just got a haircut. And then we're going to give you guys a few minutes of the LGBT topic. Then we're going to talk about what you guys came for. This is the beginning of the elite gymnastics season. We are going to talk about, um, American classic that are coming up this weekend. Tomorrow. We are going to talk about... Yeah, tomorrow. We are going to talk about the team that is being sent to the um, Pan Am Games. We're going to talk about the Commonwealth Games, what little bit we know about the Commonwealth Games. We're going to talk about the European Championships that's coming up. I know um, nothing about that. I, think, I know a little bit. I think the Asian games just recently happened. I saw some clips, but I'm not, I have, I'm not going to lie. I didn't pay that much attention, but I will go back so we could talk about it in depth sooner or later. And I want to talk about why we are choosing this season to not discuss, you know, a certain country, you know, and why we feel like it's important that Supporting these group of athletes is different than supporting like 
the Americans or like the British, like, and why we feel like supporting these group of athletes is directly, directly benefiting the government and their efforts to, you know, take over the rest of the world. So with that being said, Addis, do you have some life updates for the people? Um, I started a new job. <laughs> I, uh, okay. I am the head designer at Lamar Graphic, no, Lamar Advertising, and I design billboards now. It's weird. Um, oh, <laughs> I'm going to cry. So <laughs> don't laugh at me. I, do, I never win anything, right? I win anything because I, I just don't, you know? And um, all the oh yes. in, the company, in the company, like, get to enter their creatives for the month into a contest. And um, I, guy who trained me, who is also gay, hi, Mikey, um, was in Amarillo. He came down from Amarillo to Lubbock to train me. And the first, the first um, billboard I designed uh, for Chrome, oh, the first, first ever I designed, uh, I entered into the contest uh, along with the second one and then, then one other one I did. And then the fourth one, they didn't choose. Anyway, um, it was a heinous wait because it's all, it's all the Lamar advertising graphic designers, right? And I won. <laughs> I yeah, won. You did. I won first place uh, based off the first one I ever designed. And um, it was crazy. Like, uh, I just... Because for so long, like, you know, as a graphic designer or just a person in general, like so many of the graphics that I make just live in my head or live on the computer, right? Or like the things that like I, I show you guys. It's, <gasps> it's just, what? Oh, I have an idea. I know what we could do now. It's since you're in Facebook, Joe, how we could still stream on Facebook. I should have thought of this before. I have a secondary page that is a is a admin on the We Love Gymnastics Facebook page. So all I had to do was just give you that account. But never mind. Go ahead. Continue. Oh, anyway, the guy. Yeah, so I all these graphics is like like for example, when I worked at graphics on here in Plainview, uh, I designed like the wrap that the police cars have on them, right? And when I got pulled over, it was weird just being pulled over by like a graphic I designed, or like seeing like my logos like out in, in the wild, right? Or seeing like the t-shirts I make or whatever. It's always it it, it just it blows my mind because to me it just exists on my computer, but like now to be able to, like, to go around Lubbock and just see like the billboards up everywhere, they're everywhere. And know that I, I designed it is crazy. And so, like, to be recognized for that. Now, I have to defend my title. And I made a really cute one for this month, though. I'll play one again. Because I want to be the Simone Biles of, like, Lamar Graphics. <laughs> you know, I want to went back to back to back to back to back. So that's that. Um, I, I don't want to mention that. So I'm not going to mention that. But, uh, um, oh, right. I guess I have to mention it, right? Because I, no, I'm not going to mention that. I'm not going to talk about that. But um, yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, there's no, that. No, no, you shouldn't mention that yet. Uh, no, yeah, no, not yet. But uh, uh, I have to drive from Plain B to Lubbock every day. Oh. I have to wake up at 5.45 in the morning, <laughs> maybe earlier, and then like, you know, drive to Lubbock every day. And it's fine. I have a little concert or watch like Mix 100 or listen to Mix 100 or just like, you know, just record dumb videos. <laughs> On the road, I shouldn't do that. But yeah, that's my life update. Oh, and Klaus is, Klaus is officially one. Klaus is one. Yay, Kathy, come here. Klaus is one year old officially. Hi, Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Kathy, Kathy, look. Hey, hey, look at the people. Look, look. Klaus is one. He's officially one year old. Look at my one year old. So yeah, there's that. And I apologize with this weird light thing. One of my lights are for to die. So 
Well, then change it, Michaela. That's why I have a husband, sir. <laughs> Shade. Shade. Shade is for lounging, not throwing, Michaela. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell people your, your life update. We just talked about it. That's... Oh. I quit my job. I started my new job. We talked about it. Okay, class, you're, you're, you're like unplugging the thing. Well, I... Yo, I'm, I'm fucking tired. I'm tired of shit. Like, I have had... Like, like this science gymnastic. Oh, my God. Hi, Kathy. Like yeah, I like, know. That's why we're, that's why, you know, and this has been going on with a lot of your favorite podcast platforms. It's just not us. It's just, you know, with the economy, people have to work now. Like, it's yeah, back in 2020, back in 2022, I'm sorry, 2020, when Miss COVID hit and everybody got to sit home and they got to create these platforms and all this other stuff. Now in 2022, people got to go back to work. So, you know, Say that. Just not gonna get as much free entertainment the way you want to. If you want to get paid for this shit, and you know what? You know what the weird thing is? Like, I was born at a young age. No, I was born uh, during the Gulf War in 1991, and now I'm like for my last birthday, this most recent birthday, a war got started. Thanks, Putin. Thanks, Vlad. It's exactly what I wanted. Thanks, I hate it. Like, fuck. Story, everybody, but we still storing over here. Right now, it's been a lot, but um, okay, so let's start off with your first topic, Michaela. Let's talk about something that happened this past week. Um, if you you know, because you know, the re- reversal of Roe Ro versus Wade, which yeah. I, have a, I have a lot of thoughts about it to begin with. Um, after that decision was handed down by our Supreme Court, um, <coughs> many artists came out in you know, and saying all sorts of things right well yes. beloved actress and legend icon Bette Midler kind of put her foot in her mouth or her tweet in her toot um, you know whatever and I just want to say that um, there's this young blogger who I want to get on the show so we always have Niambi but I have other trans sisters that are bloggers too and we have Miss Miko Hit. She just created a very nice long blog about defending Bette Midler or whatever. And I just don't want to seem like I'm being very contradictory to her or just like, you know, attacking her opinion. It's not, this is just my opinion on my platform. My opinion. I feel like what Bette Midler said was very so much shady and it was very so much an attack. And if I was on the fence about it in the first go round, um, somebody on Twitter sent me a message. Well, not a message, but they I made a post and I've been able to copy and paste it. And she said that what Bette Midler said was, I don't know if you have the, it up ready, but what Bette Midler basically said was that um, people are trying to take away everything from women, that women can't even be called themselves women anymore. Um, they have to be called birthing people or people with vaginas or this, that, and the third. Basically saying that everything is being taken away from women, even the right for them to call themselves women, right? And people are like, how is that attack on the trans community? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, let me ask you this question. Who do people say is trying to erase trans women? Who are people saying that is trying to replace trans women? 
So when you're saying that people are trying to say women can't call themselves women, who are you saying? I don't think men are telling women not to call themselves women. Is it that certain people in the trans community are telling women that you are cisgender, a cisgender woman, and maybe that's why you feel like your name taken away from you? Or is it that some trans women want to also be included into that womanly space? So now you feel like because instead of being inclusive, you want, you feel like something is being taken away from you. And the the young lady said the term birthing person or person who gave I've birth. I've never heard that. I've because it's a lesbian that. thing. It's oh. not even a she said it's a way for when you get in medical treatments that the doctors can tell which person in the relationship wants to give birth. Gotcha. You're the birthing person. Gotcha. It's a lesbian terminology. It's for lesbians. It has nothing to do with lesbians. anything else. So so when you're using that as an attack, how you're saying women can't even be called mothers, they have to be called because you know when you're into a lesbian relationship, either one of them can be the birth and mother. Yeah. So, you know, it makes sense, you know, to distinguish which one of the partners gave birth. Right, right, right. You can't just assume the feminine presenting one is the one who gave birth. Maybe she had something's wrong with her uterus. And the more masculine one had to, I'm not, yeah, masculine is not a bad, the more, you know, you can't assume when it comes to lesbian, which partner gave birth, just like in the gay couple, you can't assume which one is the biological. So it's, it, it, I just feel like it was an attack on the community. I just do. I get the argument that where people is like, a lot of biological cisgender women feel like so much stuff is being taken away from them and this, that, and a third. Well, sister, it ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't coming from the trans community. It ain't coming from us. It ain't me. And even deeper than that, part two, what happened to our bodies, our choice? What happened to those men don't have the right to tell us what to do with our bodies? Go revoke. What happened? I'm sorry, what? Got revoked. Got overturned. Roe was his way. But I'm saying, what happened to that idea? What happened to that that thought (laughs) process? Do you think it only applies to the abortion thing? No. If you have the right to do what you want to with your body when it comes to your pregnancy, guess what? I have the right to do whatever I want to my body when it comes to my gender dysphoria. And it's the same thing. Like, you can't just shoot for one aspect of femininity or masculinity and not all aspects, right? And it just doesn't apply one way. Like, the the decision with Roe versus Wade affects more than just your right to have an abortion. It affects everybody's right to do whatever medically they need to do to live the best life they have to live possible. Not to mention that Roe versus Wade was essentially a decision based on the Gateway. privacy to choose. The private parties to choose, and if you if you haven't heard yet, in October when the Supreme Court resumes whatever the fuck, the, whatever it's called, Supreme Courting, um, I'm, I'm really tired, so excuse my like of like you know terminology, but they have already announced that they are going to take up a gay marriage, and Ken Paxton, yep. the Attorney General of Texas, said he would also take up um, 
Lawrence versus Texas, which is the decision on anti, uh, anti-sodomy laws, which essentially means that he wants to reinstate sodomy laws, which means that it would make it open season for any LGBTQ AAP individual. So what, what we said, like, what, six months ago? Remember that? When it was like, this season to get real? All right, they're going to go away? Yeah, no, this is actually happening. It's actually happening. And what, hi, Klaus. And what is infuriating. Oh, and let's not talk about in Florida, how in Florida, because you know that's Texas. This is Florida. In Florida, how Ron DeSantis is attacking the medical provisions that trans people have. Like right now, if you have Medicare or Medicaid or whatever, you can get uh, medical treatments, you know, hormones, surgeries, whatever you need to do to treat your genesis for you. Right now, Ron DeSantis is saying that Medicare and Medicaid should not pay for that stuff. He's trying to get that, get all of those benefits that we have in Florida taken away from us, where it's just very, very little benefits that we have in Florida. This isn't New York. This isn't California. This is Florida. Texas, Texas has really, and, really good support for like, you know, HIV patients. And the only reason we have these little bit of benefits is because of Orlando and Miami. So just like in Texas, because of Dallas and Houston, so all of these things are being rolled back. All of these things are being taken away. And Roe versus Wade is just the first shoe the that dropped. So it's really going on to the next topic, disturbing how so many women are turning on us as trans women, i.e. Macy Gray. Try to say goodbye and not joke. Oh, yeah. and I stumble. So, and for all the women who's going to hear this and feel like, oh my God, Michaela's attacking women. I'm not attacking women. I'm attacking, I'm defending myself against the likes of Macy Gray and the likes of the people like her. Real quick, real quick, before we start. So Macy, you know who Macy Gray reminds, her singing voice reminds me of? Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. But without tone or power or artistry or yeah. you know range or you know vocability vocality or you know singing ability it's the same kind of like raspy go ahead sorry go ahead it's very fantasia but you go, know. okay go whoa 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 you will not come for the good to fantasia burino champion of the third season of American Idol. Okay. The last she, true winner she, of she, the bro- last truth winner. Okay, Jordan Sparks, Jordan Sparks won rightfully so. Let's not not too much of my sis Jordan Sparks. I'm not saying that she didn't win rightfully, so I'm just saying Fantasia was the last uh, when American Idol was American Idol when it wasn't like produced to like the person who they wanted to win was always going to win. It was like when American yeah. Idol was American Idol, anybody could really win. Yeah. Now they kind of, you know, they kind of sway the judges. I, I you have know, the people too many opinions win. on American Idol, like for this show right now. Like Katy Perry is okay. not worth twenty five million dollars. Let me tell you that real quick. She's not worth it. She's First not of all, that girl. It's a travesty that American Idol didn't give Fantasia Kelly Clarkson, Jennifer Hudson. Carrie, well, Carrie Underwood was the Kelly. last true winner of American Idol Pharrell. Okay. Like, whoa, season whoa, four whoa, was the whoa, last. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
you're 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 giving too many like controversial opinions that I just do not agree with. Because I am an American Idol watcher. Okay, I, I used to watcher. be an American Idol watcher too because Carrie Underwood was not supposed to win that season, but that was the last season where anybody. Who, who did you want to win? Will Vice. He was supposed to win that season. That's how they set that season. No, Carrie was was the winner. The moment she sang "Alone by Heart," it was over. It was all over. It was over. No, if you watch that season again, if you watch that season again, they thought Carrie Underwood was going to come somewhere in like third or fourth place. No, they thought Kelly Pickler. They thought Bo Bice. Who who in their right mind uh, thought Kelly Pickler was going to win that? No one, no one thought Kelly Pickler was going to win. They didn't think she was going to win, but they thought she was after her career. She has more of a personality than than um, Carrie Underwood did. Like her story was bigger than. Let's be honest. Anybody has a bigger personality than Carrie Underwood does. Like that 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 girl is just like a. She's just like yeah. But see, Carrie Underwood. Every time I watch the show, I just never watched that season because it was like no. I watched the Jordan. I watched the last season of American Idol. I watched was the Mariah Carey season, to be honest. But oh my god, um, I hated that season. Cree, I mean, I did too. Can't even deal. But, but I just feel like Carrie Underwood's season was the last season. Like I don't think she was like put to the forefront to win. She won basically on her fan base and her talent. Like, and that's what I feel like American Idol was like. Now, right. I don't feel like America, ever since like season five, it stopped being that. It started being more of a. I'll tell you when it jumped to shark. When Chris Daughtry got eliminated, that's when it was over. Yeah. That's yeah. when it was over. Yeah. Because that's, that's when America Idol was like, okay, look, we just can't keep letting these people just keep getting eliminated and keep get, winding up yeah. with like. The gray hair guy, and they just had to do something with him. Taylor like, fucking Hicks. Taylor yeah, they, fucking Hicks over Catherine McPhee, which I mean, look, not too much on my girl Catherine McPhee. That bitch is smart. She married, she she played the long <laughs> game. David Foster and her met on there when, <laughs> during the Double Chelly episode, mm-hmm. and that bitch played the long game. She she was married. Remember? Even with she Catherine McPhee, it was somebody else that season that should have won, but they got eliminated oh, like in um, fifth uh, or Paris. What? Paris. Was that the Chris Daughtry season? Yes. And remember, Paris Bennett was on that season too. And yeah, see, like, I think Single. I think that season it was between supposed to be between Paris Bennett and Chris Daughtry. But somehow, some way, the fans kept saying, "Nah, bitch, we wanted to see Taylor Hicks and Catherine." I just don't understand. Like, what is the like the reason for Taylor Hicks? See, we could we could go I, on about the American Idol for hours. I this could, is what uh, yeah, we could. We, could, we maybe one day we could do a bonus episode, just America just reality shows. Because this is this the same thing that happened with Big Brother. Like I used to love Big Brother so much and Survivor. Yeah. But then I realized somewhere after like season nine that you know anybody can't win this show anymore. You they kind of tell you who's gonna win like in the first episode. Definitely not. And then you kind of just like follow along to see why they won, and it became very uninteresting. Definitely not Todrick. I'll tell you that much. Definitely not. Yeah, like Ruben Stutter and Clay Aiken. Like even like their season, they weren't the two people that that they thought was gonna be in the top two that whole season. Like they were the fans' favorites, but like they was hoping for somebody, you know, 
I can't remember who was it, but it was this one young lady who was very physically attractive. She did have like the voice of Ruben. Oh, well, Pia Toscana. But they just couldn't do it. The fans, the fans wanted Ruben and Clay. And then they were like, okay, God, please let it be Clay, because what the hell are we gonna do with this fat black dude from Alabama? And then the fans were like, no, y'all finna put him on tour, bitch. That's what y'all finna do with his ass. And then we got oh, well, remember the Kennedy Garmo of it all? Oh, can't deal. Can't deal. But see, that's when America, I like, even Jennifer Hudson, like, everybody can, goes back in time and, like, Jennifer Hudson should, no, she shouldn't have won. Like, Jennifer Hudson was nowhere on Fantasia's list. Even when y'all, even when y'all disrespect Fantasia and say Jennifer Hudson and her should have a versus, I'm like, why? I Jennifer mean, does I, not have the hits to go against Fantasia. Yes, she, she does. Hit. Spotlight, has please. Two hits in her I career. Don't like Jennifer Hudson has a lot of remakes, but Fantasia have a history of hits. Like Fantasia still makes CDs now. Fantasia just won a Grammy this year. Like Fantasia yeah, out there doing the thing. Haven't heard of. Haven't heard of. I know she does. I know because like, I, I can see her on the list. I just haven't heard of it. You're not an R and B fan. I'm an R and B. I am. Fan. I'm an R and B fan. Aficionado. So, everybody, so with that being said, we just spent the whole 30 minutes. No, 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 America. And let's be honest. The last time America was fully united as a, as a people was when Kelly Clarkson won. Period. When Fantasia Barino won. I knew a lot of Deanna DeGarmo fans. I met Deanna DeGarmo. She was, she, yeah, she was in, she was in, uh, Todd uh, maybe it's because I'm black. I didn't know anybody who wanted Diana DeGarmo to beat Fantasia that season. That, that, oh, not the nobody. Now, I knew a lot of people who wanted Clay Aiken to win over Ruben Stutter, i.e. my mom. I was invisible. Please. Can't even do all, that song. All women love Clay Aiken all for w- whatever reason. For whatever reason, I, I, I don't, don't get, get it. Older women love, love Clay Aiken. Him. Gay ass. Like, I don't get it. Oh, when he was playing straight for the okay. long time, I'm like, sister. The gig is up, honey. Yeah, like, Mar- like Mary. When, when Clay Aiken got exposed and then he had to come out as being gay, it was just be like the most like Do y'all not have eyes, y'all not see it. Like what the hell? Why do you need? If to it come looks out? like a like, duck, quacks like a duck, and smells like a duck, it's not a gander. Says that's a duck. I'm waiting for Ruben Stutter to come out too. So, anyways, I don't really. I don't. I never got the vibe. I always felt like that's why they was best friends. They were like really sisters behind the scenes. Sister, so, sister. Okay, go ahead. The reason why we went into this whole American Idol right, is Macy Gray. Macy Gray. Um, she tries to say goodbye. So, she choked. I'm not going to give Macy Gray the grace, but she was on Pierce Morgan and she said basically no matter how many surgeries you get, you can never be a woman like I'm a woman or something like to that effect, right? So that's what Macy Gray's opinion is. And, you know, Macy Gray's opinion is hers opinion. We're going to move on. What I want to talk about is the community's um, reaction to her speech, especially two people. It's one trans woman name is Marcus Cooper, a.k.a. Flame Monroe. Marcus Parker, I'm sorry, Flame Monroe. And two is Buck Angel, the um, trans man adult film star. Mm-hmm. Now, I, let's talk about Buck Angel because it's just a picture. Buck Angel changed his Twitter profile in agreement with 
Macy Gray. <coughs> yes. Um, let me see. Um, do I have it? Is, mm, I don't have it. Okay, don't worry about it. They change so restream. It's weird. Yes. So basically, his he changed his profile to say, I am a man with a female past. And then he said that his gender is he is a female who presents as a man or something like that. And That's I'm just like... Mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? What do you mean? Oh, I can't see today. Not gonna happen. I thought you were a tr- if you saying you're a female that presents as a man, that's saying you're a stud. That's not saying that you're or a cross dresser. That's not saying that you're trans. That's what do you mean? It's giving it's because- confusion. Just because you made a whole living using your pussy as a sex toy, that doesn't make it right for you now to come to scatter confusion along the damn trans community. Right. Sir, be a man if if that's what you say you are. But what's giving is I'm sick of these trans people who want to pick and choose when they want to be the gender that they say they are, and then when they want to go back to being a woman or going back to being a man, like it's giving confusion. And that's what I don't like about, especially a lot of the damn white trans community. But hell, but the next damn issue I got is with a black trans woman. And I could read, but I'm not for the read, Buck Angel, because you know, you're a legend, sir. You're one of the first trans people that I looked to when I was trying to discover what was going on with me as a child. And then it just hurts my feelings to to see my legends just still be in that 90s mentality. Bitch, we're in 2022. Like, you're supposed to grow with the time. You're not supposed to be with the damn shit that we was talking about in the 90s. That was the 90s. This is 2022. Flame Monroe. This one hurts even more because Flame Monroe was the very first winner, trans person to win the show. Comedy View. There we go. Who? That's Buck Angel. Yes. Who? Like, what does that even mean? We don't know. Now, can you play the clip of? The one I sent you to your messenger with, uh, oh, you girl. wasn't prepared for me to. Uh, Come on, ask hold on, hold on. one at a time, one at a time, sister. While we're in like you know, loading up videos and trying to get it together, um, read the ticker. Yeah, read the ticker. Uh, follow us on all podcast platforms. We're on everything. Um, check out the episodes. We did an amazing series, the Fisk Girls. Check it out. Yeah, great conversations. Um. Check out our merch. We need suggestions. We're going to add two more designs to the merch store. So I would love for you guys to kind of like opine on what it should be. Um, looking for your thing. Here we go. That is not it. Oh, I need a suggestion too. I wanted to, I'm not, I can't draw, but I want to design something for our merch store. Cause you know, I don't ever do anything for the channel other than just be here. So I want to create something. I don't know what, I don't know when, I don't mm-hmm. know how this may take years to come. I'm just saying, I, I, that's what I want to do. That doesn't mean it's going to happen soon. I just say, I want to create something 
And I need some suggestions, everybody. So quick shout out to Nisha, Florida Dreamer and RJT. Hi. Klaus, can you give me two seconds, please? I'm doing Hey, everybody. We're not in our gymnastics portion of our conversation yet. We're still doing our our, our pride episode. We're just uploading videos, but we're getting to it. Oh, oh, oh. We're getting into that conversation, RJ. We're definitely, definitely getting into it. Yeah, because I, there's some things that I found out. But we're just Uh, getting into, because we never had a pride episode, so. We never did. Mostly because it's like, busy. like <laughs> life just came at us fast. <coughs> Stop, pass, please. Stop, pass. Exactly. Like life came at so, us really fast all of a sudden. So, um. It's coming. Well, it's uploading. To, no, yeah, it's uploading. So the person who we're going to talk about is an icon in the community. Let's not, I'm not going to disrespect this person. I love them as a human being, to be honest. I'm just disappointed. I'm just, that's what I am. I'm disappointed. I'm not going to read. I'm not going to be messy because I still love them and I still will work with them and I still want them to come on the show. It's just disappointing that this is how they feel about this issue, but they were the first person, trans person to win a show comedy theater. I don't know if you guys remember what comedy view from the 90s, but it was a it was a comedy show for comedians. Dio Ugly won this show, Martin Lawrence won this show, a lot of big name comedians won this show. Steve it was a comedy Hardy show for comedians. Yeah, you know, that's a comedy show for comedians. There we go. So for her to win this show, Cheryl Underwood won this show. For her to win this show was a big thing. For her to be the first trans person of color on the show was a was a big thing. Yeah. So now Flame is basically co-signing everything that Macy Gray is saying. You ready? Thank you. Yes, I'm ready. So Here goes. this is Flame Monroe. And this message is directly for Macy Gray. Macy Gray, I want to tell you of the words of my mouth from my portion of the LGBTQIA plus community that I wholeheartedly support you and thank you for seeing the real world for what it is. I do not believe that you are transphobic or homophobic or any other kind of phobic. I believe that you know science and biology because here are the three things. Gender is a fact. Identity is how you feel and sexuality is your desire. And you are absolutely right because until you have the heart and mind of a woman, I don't believe that you could ever possibly be a biological woman. Trans women are trans women. Trans men are trans men. Women are women and men are men. It is as simple as that. There shouldn't be any argument about this because here's... Good evening, everyone. Enough. Go away. Go away, sir. Go away. And that's... How a lot of the members of the order, we already have one example of a trans man co-signing. This is an example of somebody. Now, Flame Monroe identifies, I don't know if you heard her say that, as a transsexual woman. So this is somebody, A, who doesn't present as a woman full time, but if you saw her as, you know, when she gets up on stage, she has breast implants and all this other stuff, but this is how she chooses to Get on the internet every day of her life. 
Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying presentation is what you because there's lots of women who just, you know, look, you know, whatever, but you're a tree monster. You are saying that trans women are women, but we're not biological women. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? I mean, why would you call yourself a trans woman if you don't feel like you're a woman? Like, why would you do all of this shit to yourself if you don't feel like you're a woman? If you feel like you're a man, why not just live your life as a man? You can be a feminine man. There's lots of feminine men that dates women and do all this other shit. But then why spew, Todd Christie, why spew all of this bullshit on our community? Why sit up there and choose to be the Candace Owens of our community? Why every time some some Negro or Hispanic person say something ill about this community, why are you always choosing to get on your platform flame and co-sign with the bullshit? Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Do you not think they don't feel this way about your confused ass too? You think this is your way of saying, oh, I'm not like them crazy trans people. I'm the smart one who I still got a dick in between my legs and I still know how to use it. So the fuck what, girl? Are you even gay, Flame? This is my question to you. Because, sir, ma'am, you want to say he, she, we, so I don't feel like I'm disrespecting you by calling you sir. I don't feel like I'm disrespecting you by calling you ma'am. You are in a very, you live a very heterosexual life, right? You are, you have children with a, with a butch lesbian stud. You get to be the trans woman when you want to be. You guys are raising your children. You get to be the daddy. They, she gets to be the mama. Why do you even present yourself as gay? Why don't you? Why don't you just go over there with straight people and live a straight life? Why get in geek? Why get breast implants? Why get your hips done? If you still, I don't get it. I now that's the confusing shit that I wants to understand, Miss Miss Flame Monroe. Like, why even call yourself trans? Why not just be a straight man drag queen who just be Tyler Perry? When you want to make your coins and you just go away and don't even say shit about this community, because clearly this isn't your community. Clearly you feel like your community is with the straight folks and over there with the Christian people. And, but you know, but you know, that's not your community because you know, if you was over there, they would be like, well, why you got them damn titties, sir? And why you got them damn hips, sir? And why you like to put on the hair, sir? And why you like to do, because you know, in your heart of hearts, you really are in this community. You just want the privilege. Validation of being with the straight people. You want their validation. Our, us, us big up in you, me saying how much I, you're an icon and a legend in this community means shit to you. You need them straight people to validate you. And that's sad and disappointing. I think when it comes down to like, I, it, I, I exist in a weird dichotomy because on one hand, <clears throat> I agree with you. On the other hand, though, it's like, hi, Doof. We, we have to like, there has to come a time or a place or whatever where we have to like accept the fact that as a collective, the LGBTQIA you know, community, we, we have fought for this. We have fought for people to be able to exist as how they want to exist, 
be who they want to be. But at the same time, we also cannot allow these people to then marginalize or disenfranchise each other. Because for as accepting as we say we are, we're really discriminatory. Really discriminatory. My mom says I'm homophobic, which I mean, to an extent. But like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, for example, me, I think white gays should be stopped at all costs. The white gays need to stop. At all costs. They're out there. They're crazy. The white gays have gone wild. They've gone, they've gone off the rocker. But at the same time, it's like, I cannot legitimately have that stance because again, I'm, we're supposed to be all accepting and all encompassing. So it's one of those like, Correct. I, I cannot hate on someone's existence or beliefs because we have fought for it, but it does cause it, me, um, like I do like, have umbrage with it. And for example, for me, like I have an issue with a lot of the way the white gays, and I always talk about it, the white trans community ideal of what a trans person is. And, and it sometimes is very hard for me to accept it. But I also have to understand that they are pushing the needle forward in a way that maybe if if it was the way that I think it should be, maybe it wouldn't be pushed forward. Yeah. So I got to understand it's like a double-edged sword. It is. But it is never okay to be a part of a community and while also shitting on that community, right? It's just Unless not. it's warranted. Unless it's warranted. Unless it's warranted, but some like Candace Owens, Marcus Flame Monroe, all of these people, um, Blair Warner, Blair White. Do you know the trans woman Blair White, the conservative trans? Man, that's another piece of work. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. It's just, it's just not okay for you all to shit on the very community that is the reason why Platform you all you. are in the position that you all have. Platform exactly. You. Yeah. It's just so, not. I mean, this is a great, great segue to the reason why we will not be covering Russian gymnastics on this on this platform. Okay, everybody, guess what? Yeah, we're, we're gymnastics. We're gymnastics. We're, we're just gymnastics everybody come back. now. Everybody, everybody come back. Friends. Everybody come, Shark, back. come back, come back, come back. Okay, so I, Woo. Michaela suggested we cover Russian national cup. Russian. Russian cup. I said no. I said vehemently no. <clears throat> and I'll tell you why. Uh, I cannot sit here and willingly discuss or support or even like gloss over the fact that they are 100% funded by their government. Like anything that the, the, the Russian gymnastics does is directly funded by their government, much like a lot of other entities in Russia. Therefore, to support Russian gymnastics, to support a regime I do not agree with, and it has committed several human rights violations, has committed war crimes, has killed innocent people for no reason. At the same time, so it has America. But I, I, I can't say it's different because it's not. But at the same time, it's like... It is very different. This is why it's not, it's not funded by the government. Exactly. That's why it's different. USA Gymnastics is its own separate entity that collects its funds and funds its gymnastics through itself, right? Even though it's still a fucked up system, we're not saying it's a great Girl. system, 
it is not like Simone Biles winning benefits USA Gymnastics. It does not benefit the USA government other than like publicity and, you know, being a celebrity and shit like that. Which shout out to Simone Biles for his own Medal of Honor today. Yeah. Whereas when the Listen. Russians do something, let's use Listy as an example. If Listen, the Nova goes to Worlds and win a gold medal, she now has to split her prize money with the Russian government. It does not belong to her and the Russian, well, well, the Russian government wins money or gets money or. They, oh. they give them more money because they win. They give them a car. There we go. They, they give them That's all sorts of like, say. you know, not that other. The Russian government that, directly gives the gymnasts and the gyms money for their successes, right? So by us cheering for the success of the gymnasts, we are cheering for the success of the government because, you know, it's different. It really, I mean, essentially and objectively it is. Yes. Is America the greatest? No. Not by any means. America sucks. 100%. Sucks. And I, I, I say that as a Texan, as, a, as an American, it, our country sucks. Sorry. And I can go to a myriad of reasons why it sucks, starting with the delegitimizing of the Supreme Court by its, by its own actions, by the fact that, you know, a Supreme Court justice's wife was the centerpiece of the insurrection on June, uh, January 6th, and nothing's happened. Nothing's happened. There's been no consequences for that hurt. No consequences for this. And nothing's going to happen. Much like, you know, Supreme Court justices, um, Kavanaugh, uh, Barrett, um, and many others literally perjured themselves on the stand by saying that, you know, Roe vs. Wade binds. It it, it binds. It binds. binds. And yet, when push came to shove, they overturned it. So it's one of those things like there's no consequences for, for people in power. There's no accountability for people in power. So our country sucks. Um, but it doesn't suck as bad as Russia. And it doesn't fund gymnastics. Because if it did, it'd be a very different system, let's be honest. Um, that being said. And but a like system it, that does, which is a direct parallel, is like China. China does the same thing. China. So, go ahead. <coughs> yeah. Go ahead. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm muted hers because yeah, the coffee. Okay, go. This go is why I'm scared for China because for whatever reason, China seems to be doing whatever Russia is doing. So, at the figure skating worlds because Russia's athletes weren't allowed to go, China chose not to send their athletes. I'm scared that China gymnastically is going to do the same thing. So... I don't know if, it'll, if, that, if that will happen, but I definitely do see a large portion of the Russian gymnasts affecting to their nations. And competing under other flags in order to be able to compete. And now what I do not support is these, because I remember it was the gymnasts that got banned, right? And some officials, not all the officials. And so now the Russian FIG officials are calling for the Russian gymnasts. The Russian gymnasts compete for a different country. They still can compete. 
like one of the big things that's going on in the figure skating world is one of the Russian figure skaters, Diana Davis, who is the daughter of the coach lady that's crazy over there. Um, her she over the weekend got married to this American guy so she could compete for America because the lady was born in America but she had dual citizenship so she got married just to be like see yeah bitch fuck y'all Russia I'm an American now let me compete now and now they're afraid that she's gonna you know come to America and just take over because the Russian figure skating community is just so much stronger than the American quad sorry I'm delirious right now. So, with that being said, let's move on to specific competitions because before we get into Pan Ams and American classes, let's go through Commonwealth Games. Commonwealth Games is coming up. And the Northern Irish gymnasts will be able to compete as Northern Irish gymnasts, which is the right call. Thank you, FIG, for overturning the decision, for doing the right thing because effectively it is the right thing i mean they've been able to compete before and just because of a provision they weren't allowed and it's been overturned and reese mcclanahan and a a troop of other northern irish gymnasts will now be able to compete for their rightful flag and we love that we adore that correct so the (laughs) teams that we're looking forward to at the commonwealth games this year um are going to be australia they're not competing as Great Britain. It's going to be um, the individual country. So it's going to be the... Uh, I don't know. What is the country? England? Um, I'm, I'm, Scotland? I want to watch this. Um, I want to watch this implode. I'm just going to watch you. Um, Australia? Um... I believe some African countries go to the Commonwealth Games. Wales. Well, I guess. Canada. Really? Canada is part of the Commonwealth Games? They have the queen on their money. They're, they're British. Oh, okay. So Canada. I think, you think Canada's part of the Commonwealth? It is, isn't it? Or am I tripping? I, I might be tripping. They have the queen on their money. They're British. I don't know. Some, for some reason, Canada gets invited to all of the competitions, no matter what. Like, so, okay, so that's the Commonwealth Games. I personally think... The British are coming. Yeah, the the English team should win. But they are down a downy. Oh, never mind. They're down a downy. Um, Becky injured her Achilles. Yes. Yes. I saw that. And I think... Ellie is back, but I think she's going for like world. So I don't think she's competing yet. What to be all wrong? See, this is what happens. This is what happens. We, we, we get lives. We, we couldn't tell you. I don't know who they're sending to Commonwealth Games, but I know both of the. Gatarova twins are going to Europeans. 
So maybe they're treating Commonwealth games like their B team and sending people like Tika James and um, Claudia Fragapani. Girl, I don't even, I, I don't know. I, I, don't know I didn't do my research I mean, I because I haven't had time. Um, okay. I absolutely agree with you, Duke. And we're going to talk about this while we're here. So let's get Downey into it. sisters, I know sometimes you follow us, but I'm not trying to shit on none of y'all career. Becky Downey, I love you down, girl. I just think your body is telling you, sis, it's time. Right, you got your world silver medal. It's time. Like it's time, baby. It's time. Like or let just it do go. bars. Just do bars. Or just do bars. Or just do bars. But see, I think the the issue is with your injuries, your elbows and your Achilles. That's the it's time. It may be time, girl. That, that elbow is like tied together by just like British hopes and dreams. It, it may be. It may be. Crumpets and pee, pee wow, crumpets and tea. And so, hell, and, and then I'm taking you, maybe Ellie, maybe you know, maybe just do bottom floor for a while, you know, give your body time. So give you your know, body time. back at the ranch across the sea, there was um, the second of three key qualifiers to this year's U.S. Championships that took place in Katy. Um, you know, there's a lot of teams that have already made their spot. Um, there's still a number of seniors and juniors who are hope, hoped to hit their scores here. So at least... Um, oh, you're talking about um, American... Yeah, I, I moved on. Yeah, we're back at, over the pond. We hopped oh, over the Because, you know, I thought we were going to talk about Europeans because that's where I was going next. But okay. I, haven't even, I didn't even watch any of that. I'm going to lie to you. I, yeah, I, I, I knew yet. nothing. Well, I'm not going to watch it. Well... I'm going to stream it, but I'm going to watch it. Well... You know, we could talk about it. Who's going to go? That's the whole point. I wanted to talk about how I think it's going to be. Um, before we talk about any, let's talk, let's just get to our, let's get through elite seasons. Gosh, at it, damn. Watch well, that. Just... like Brody over here. Uh, so <laughs> I only say that because Brody could care less if we're talking about college gymnastics at all. He only cares if we talk about elite. Well, just like, I, mean, I mean, who are we hoping to know the Europeans? The Italians? <laughs> sure. The Italians looked very great earlier this year. Like you said, Correct. the and series... We also never talked about the um, Mediterranean games. That was kind of cute. Oh, my God. That was gaggy. I did that was some... a very good competition. It like was. I hope they continue that. Like, um, Team France looked like... If they said, you know, with a couple of more gymnasts, Team France could be that that girl in Europe. Like... There's been a resurgence. Yo, yeah. Oh, yeah. It really Jeez, has. And the Italians do look good, too. Don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on them. It's just... They look worn out already. And because, as like you said, through the season. you said this earlier, this uh, a couple months ago, a few weeks ago, when this, the, the whole uh, Italian series A or whatever they were doing, that it's going to wear them out. And now we yeah, see this, was, that they got, they're, they're worn out. You know, I too do. many competitions. Like, I, I, now, I don't get me wrong. I'm a girl who loves the competitions. They just have to be a little bit more 
strategic. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe if y'all would have started the the series now after the uh Mediterranean games, not after the just low competition. So yeah. like you do just low, give the girls a good three months off, give them Mediterranean games, give them instead of six competitions in the series, give them three competitions in the series, then give them Italian nationals and then they'll be ready for worlds. But you guys gave them like a little bit too much, a little bit too much. Because they wanted to make it like the Bundesliga in Germany and like have them like, like NCAA. Now, I do want to go a couple of results. Hungary did beat them, but because France didn't send their strongest we'll team. I'm, what I'm saying is the girls that they did send look good. I can imagine, you know. Plus, also, um, Loretta uh, Chappie? I think that's Loretta Sharpie. Yeah. yeah, she got injured too. Which is a big blow for France. That's a big too, blow. She was like her. I think she's probably like their second strongest all around her when she's not hurt. But she's do, another one who's always hurt. I do want to give shout out to my brother with the four letters. Adema Sill showed up and showed out. Mm-hmm. Like those vaults were impeccable. I, I love the whole camaraderie. The Turkish team that did, did that. Mm-hmm. Like that, they were fantastic because we we never covered the men. So I'm giving a little, like, you know, shout out. And turn- shout out to Team France. I'm just so stupid to that. I just, I was like, why is Melanie going to Texas to train? Like, it just never made sense to me until I saw a training video of the Cecile's, you know, talking to her in France. And then I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, they're French too. Oh, it just never dawned on me. For whatever reason, the ladies. Give me Russian, not French. They just give me very Russian, not French. <coughs> so um, the Italians showed up to the Mediterranean Games. Martina Maggio and Asa D'Amato did really well. I mean, they won gold but and silver. The, but they should have because they sent their best team. Like, so when you, when nobody else sent their best team but them. So, yeah, they should have won. And Caroline Houdini who infamously hyperextended her knee at Europeans mm-hmm. last year. Remember that? That was, mm-hmm. that was a lot. On the double Arabian, it was a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, she won third. And then, you know, Slovenia, Spain, Egypt, Spain, Turkey, 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 Turkey. Um, In the vault finals, Asa D'Amato did, she won gold. But yeah. then we had Morgan Osisic from France, who won silver, and Angela Angeloni from Italy, who won bronze, and she did really well too. I thought she was going to edge her out. I really like how a lot of these European countries are really focusing on doing two vaults now. Um, I don't know why this change has happened, but no a lot does. of huh? No one else does, so you can get away with like doing like a a relatively easy vault for your second vault, and like you do your harder vault, you know, like a, like a one and a half, and walk away with the medal. Yeah, so like a lot, a lot, a lot of European teams are doing two vaults. Like, and it seems like, well, I think it is more so than that. Is I think a lot of people are seeing that the code is going away from the Yurchenko vaults yeah. and is going towards the half on style of vaults. So I think a lot of teams are trying to learn these half on vaults in hopes to doing bigger vaults in the future, in hopes of 
doing a chain, doing a bows in the future. Speaking of different vault entries, we when we spoke to one of the fist gymnasts, she did say that she liked doing the full, like the Yushchenko full mm-hmm. on. And that mm-hmm. I, I saw a lot of like um what is the word for discussion? A lot of con- Congress, you can say Congress, a lot of um not rhetoric, a lot of whatever the word for conversation. No, it's, it's another word, whatever. A lot of conversation about the full on Yurchenko entry being given its, its own like family of vaults. And I, I kind of agree. It should. Oh yeah, it should. I thought it was. It's, it's not. not. It should be. But you know, the girls need to, I need to see a girl do a, a full on full twist before the vault. Like, Right. I've seen men do it, but I've never seen a girl actually do a full on. They do basically what Michaela Skinner called her chunk, like a. Well, no, uh, who was it? Um, who was it? It was one of the fist gymnasts. Oh God, her name escapes me. Um, it was one of the last girls I've talked to. She, hers was actually pretty good. I went back and watched it. and It was really good. Kenzo that did it. Did it once. Kenzo, one sure, I know that. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking. His his is perfect, but. And of okay, course, so, it's Charlie Sherbo who oh, yeah. created the ball. Was it Charlie Sherbo? Mm-hmm. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. So back to Mediterranean games. Georgia Vila somehow. Georgia Vila looks okay. I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings. Mine, 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 mine. Somebody a few weeks ago said or they had to jump off the Melanie de Sousa Santos train because they're tired of getting their feelings hurt. Well, that's the way I feel with Georgia Vila. Like, Don't I'm jumping her. I love off her. the train. I'm still on the train. I'm jumping onto the... Um, I call her Asia, but that's not her name. How do you pronounce Asia. her name? Asia. I'm jumping on the Asia train and I'm jumping off the... Um, all of my, all of my dark hair sisters who just I'm tired, tired of getting the point, disappointed from, jumping off their train. I see. Doof has a point. Doof has a point. Italy would have gotten bronze at the Olympics if Georgia was there, and it's true. Had they not had fucking nationals, literally, the like a week before the Olympics, Georgia would have been healthy. Georgia would have been healthy. Who won bronze at the Olympics? Uh, GB? Yes. 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 But they wouldn't have. No, they wouldn't. Uh, no, they would have. She has the points. She had a 14. A, a 14. Oh. Oh, don't, Klaus, don't start. Um, Martina Maggio that's, got that's, second. That's, can, I, can I say something? That's, mm-hmm. that's it. She would have, you know, not fallen. And, you know, this is, this is, she got injured. No. I'm saying at the Olympics, if she would have made the Olympics, you know, for them to have win third place, she would have not had to fall, which, you know, was not going to happen. So She doesn't you know. fall. I mean, she falls, but she didn't, she didn't fall. At Worlds, she didn't fall. She would have fell. She would not. Don't come for my good sister. Um, Felipe Martins from she Portugal snuck in the bronze. Um, and then for the bean final, Martina Maggio. And Hungary looks hungry. If Hungary had like hungry. two other gymnasts, they would hungry be a metal contender. They hungry would be a metal hungry. contender team. Like Hungary's just missing like 
too like close. Hungary and the Ukraine, if they could combine into one team, they would be a very strong team. Agreed. Um, some on in Beam, Martina Maggio, Asi D'Amato, and Caroline Hedui were the podium. And finally, Asi D'Amato, Martina Maggio, and Morgan Osisek grounded out the uh, podium on floor. Floor. And then for the team, it was Italy in first, France in second, and Spain in third. Mm-hmm. Now, Turkey did come close. Oh, no, they didn't. I'm lying. I mean, they were two points away from getting bronze, but. The you Spanish know, team looks good too, but they're missing Roxana the Popa. Americans put the Chinese on. They're missing there, Roxana you know. Popa. She adds a lot to that team, I feel like, in terms of artistry and experience and just like, you know, Roxana Popa-ness. I'm hoping hoping for the best for her because I feel like she's a really strong gymnast that's never had her time to shine specifically. She's fantastic. I love her. I stand. Um, moving on, because I I will tell y'all this one thing. I'm not as impressed with the Romanians at the Mediterranean Games as other people were. Did they compete there? I think so. No. It was... No, it was... uh, It was Italy. It was uh, France. It was Turkey. It was Slovenia. Turkey. Uh, They might compete at at the... um, What's the other commission? It, uh, it's called um, the. Uh, I'm so sorry, y'all. Uh, the Nordic Championships, I think it is. Or the oh. Austrian Championships. No, I'm lying. Regardless, they weren't there. They wouldn't be Nordic because they're not, they're not Nordic. I'm sorry. Now, Maybe can we go over. Nationals, can so. we go back across the pond? No, we're not across the pond yet. We're, we're, oh, we are going to cross the pond. But we're going to go to South America first. South America? Yeah. What happened there? Um, Brazil had their national championships. Rebecca Andrade kicked everybody ass. As she um, should. Flavia looked it really great. Oh, my God. Finally. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, Klaus. puppy. I hey, Klaus. baby. Hi, Klaus. Okay, Klaus, enough, enough, enough. He's like, he's trying to stick up for Georgia Vila right now. Uh, I think Brazil has a very good chance with the girls that they are sending to Pan Ams of winning Pan Ams, which would be, would be put shots around the gymnastics community. But I think it's a great chance. Do you think so? Oh, yes. Because Brazil is sitting there like they're a team. Brazil is sending Rebecca. Brazil is sending Flavia. Brazil is sending um, what's the name? Titus or uh, it's like T H I A S. Dice. Whatever. The little Dice? pretty little chocolate girl. Yeah. Dice. Yeah. Yeah. They're sending um, Laura. The, like Brazil is sitting in their, their strong team, so I think they have a, a strong chance of beating America. Well, America okay. isn't necessarily Relax. sitting in their A team, but we're still seeing a very strong team, a strong team. But, um, this is our first chance of putting the team on Sky and Kyla DeSillo's back, and we're gonna see how it, uh, it works out. Let's talk about that. We're not, can we jump to the pond? Yeah, okay, cool. Now. Um, if, unless you've been living under a rock like I have, um, 
the U.S. Pan Am trials results came out. And now Sky Blakely won overall, as he should, because she, yes. yeah, she's amazing. However, the, the controversy that came out out of this trials was that <laughs> Addison Feta, who won third, rightfully so, with the 53050, was named as an alternate instead of put named on the team. Yes. Now, this is because, as far as I can see, because on day two, she did not win a title on an event. But Sienna Lipio, Lexi, uh, no, uh, Sienna Lipio, Zoe Miller, and, um, well, uh, Akela Cello all won titles on the same And I'm going to say this already. This decision makes me feel better about the people they put in charge of the USA national team. It lets me know that they are going to go back to picking teams and not going by the all-around results because on a five-person team, you only need two all-arounders and then you need other people to put pieces together on other events. And that's how you build a five-person team. I was very disappointed that Jocelyn Robertson didn't compete better. Because when she's on, she's amazing. I mean, that that mount, world class. <coughs> like, um, um, I, I like think her. She's, I think she's when needs to change gyms. Like, right now, it seems like, especially with, now that Valeria's there, Valeria's trying to... What's the word when you're trying you to put two pieces... No, when you're trying to put two pieces of a puzzle together. It seems like he's trying to join back the East and West Coast versions of Woga. So he is really putting this Sky versus kind of thing together, like it, to help them both, right? Because he sees like both of them are probably like the best two gymnasts of the junior class that's, you know, our senior now. And I think, um, uh, what's the young lady named? Jocelyn? Robertson. I think she's just getting left behind Sky and Connor. Well, because she goes to Northeast Texas Elite. She doesn't go to Woga. So out of the Texas gyms, you know, because Valeri's kind of the head in charge, he kind of like shades other Texas gyms because it's not his, you know? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, there's really, if you look at the list of gymnasts at this competition, there was no Texas Dreams. There was no, I mean, there's, there's WCC, but you're not going to focus on WCC because it's, it's all black girls. So the only person he can really like, you know, fuck off is is is, is the only other Texas team that's there, which is Northeast Texas Elite. Now mm-hmm. I love Levi Young with Viviar, daughter of both actors who I love and esteem. Um, I yes, I agree with Brendan. They need to give Jocelyn some assignments, at least to a World Cup or something, to give the girl some confidence. Because when she's on, world class. She she could give. You know the um, the Connors of the world. She could give a lot of the girls a run for her money, but the thing is, like the confidence is not there yet. The skill level is there, but the confidence and the numbers and the hitting ratio is just not there yet. That will come, I feel. By the time Paris comes around, Jocelyn could be a, a huge contender for that team. Now that being said, I think there's a lot to be said about. The juniors that are coming up, like Tiana Simonascara, she did fantastically. Mm-hmm. Zoe yes. M- Malomo, 
fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. And Dulce Kaler, fantastic. Um, My only issue with the juniors this cycle is I just don't see them beating a healthy, strong Sunni. I don't see them beating a healthy, strong Jade. I don't see them beating a healthy, strong Jordan. I think I don't see them beating a healthy, strong Leanne. I don't see them beating a healthy, strong Grace. I don't see them beating a healthy, strong. Gosh, what's the young lady? She's Utah, Utah, Utah. Um, Kara Aker. Kara. Kara. Even though like a lot of them aren't, you know, saying that they want to go back to elite. I just don't see skill level. It's not just skill level. They have the skills. Don't get me wrong. It's the execution. It's the form. The presentation. The the tenacity that they have to like, you know, perform on any given day. It's very that. And then let's just not like even like hide under a rock. If Simone Biles really wanted to come back, none of them could beat her. So that's one spot off the team that none of them going to have. If Suni is really back in the league, that's another spot on the team that none of them is going to have. If Jade is, yeah, Jade is bad. So that's another spot on the team. Jade ain't finna make the mistake she made last time. And Jade, Jade is fucking great. Um, Jade, Jade has, is the only one I think that can really. What did I tell you? Compete I, with I told Simone. y'all. I told y'all. If y'all don't watch out, Jade Carey could walk away as the 2024. All around Olympic champion. I said this before, and y'all laughed in my face and peeked like it was something funny. But I, I stand by my statement. I stand by. I stand by the statement, and I, I stand by the statement. I'm full of hair now. Um, so it's just it's just with the junior, even with like Connor. I don't see Connor on their level. Um, I just I just don't see Connor like. I love Caleb Connor. Cello have uh, the possibilities, but I just don't. That back, that back, that now, back. I tell you out. who I do have hope in is Sky. I've always had, ever since I saw Sky, and for whatever reason, I just see potential. Yeah, like Johnson Robertson is the Sean Johnson of this generation. Point blank, period. But Sean Johnson gymnastics doesn't work for this generation of gymnastics. It doesn't. Anymore. It doesn't. I mean, yes, in certain aspects, sure. But like the vaulting is not there, even though Sean's MNR was never really an MNR. Uh, her bars isn't there. Yeah, Sean would not like Sean's gymnastics. If, if it was in this quota points, her beam would be scored well, but she would get hammered on low landings so on her full twist on her non split positions. Like Sean would have a high start value. Low execution. Low. Unless it's like her, her, her Olympic like beam routine that she put on the stage. That was flawless. Yeah, but even still, her split positions, they would get her. They okay, okay get let's her. talk about that for two seconds. Because they never hit Allie Raisman like they should have hit Allie Raisman. Because girl, like, yeah, look. No, they did Especially not in 2016. I'm sorry, baby. Allie Richmond, I love you, John. You are like one of my top love five her. favorite gymnasts of all time. But, like, but Gabby no Douglas way. beat you in qualification and she should have made it to the Olympic all-around finals. I would die on this hill. Gabby Douglas just beat you in qualifications that night, baby. She did. 
she did. Her beam routine was better than yours. It, it should have y'all shouldn't have not scored the same. She should have scored way higher than you by like a point. It just was they just wanted you to go to the other round over her. They felt like she and had I, already I got I her never, gold medal. I never understood Allie Raisman's scores on, on bars. Never. Oh never. my gosh, especially in that qualification. Like her all around routine was better than her qualifying. Oh, way routine. better. She, way better. And she got close to a 15. Now, Allie's vaults were kind of goaded. Like, I don't know how that girl got it. Okay, so if I remember correctly, Allie said that her and Mihai's strategy was that she'd never warmed up the Aminar. She would warm up doubles, and then like her Aminar would be like the competition vault she did. Because if she did Aminar as a, like, it, one after another, it, she, it, she couldn't do it. So she would like warm up doubles and doubles and doubles, and it was until like she competed, that was when she threw the Aminar. Mm-hmm. If it worked for you, girl, it worked for you. But, honey, them knees. It's, remember that one time she almost blew her knee out. Yeah, but, and see, this is the thing with her Aminar set was like where I'm just going. Even in 2012, her scores just should not have been that close to Gabby's score. It just shouldn't have been like just a tenth lower. Not with her form and her, like yeah, she she like yeah, she stuck it in I think team finals, but. What happened to them damn tuck? Like her half of her vaults was tucked around. Like it's just, yeah. it's that just right leg. Yeah, like Brennan's the right leg. Brennan's just the right leg. It was always like bent. It was like it was like it was like Mustafina. Same thing. It was thing. very so much Mustafina. It was yeah. just like yeah, you stuck them a couple of times, but it's just never. At what cost? It's not even at what cost. Do what you got to do. Like, but like. Let the scores reflect. Like, Gabby beat you that night, girl. Like, I'm sorry. You had a great floor exercise routine, but your other three routines were overscored. And it's one thing, like, we have to really, I think as a collective, as a And then Marta cheated for you because Marta put you behind Simone to make But the real gag is, Lori Hernandez should have been in the all-around final. That's the real gag. See, now, see, this is where we have to have a conversation. See, you want to sit here and do it. Over who? Look, if that pull, like, ab wasn't a thing, she could have gave, Gab- gave Gabby a run for her money. But they didn't put it up on bars. So that's like she was oh, the- that's the and that's the issue. That's the great Lord Hernandez conundrum, right? Someone just where? Oh, there's Brody. Hey, Brody. <clears throat> there's Brody. Um, Hold on, Brody. Hold on. Ah, yes, we can hear you. This is the great Laura Hernandez conundrum, and I will... If she would have made the all-around finals, it would have never been over Gabby Douglas. It would have been over Ali Raisman. There's just no scenario where they would have put Laura Hernandez in the all-around over Gabby Douglas. Why? Because Laura Hernandez was better on bars than Ali was. So... Yeah. So... Are you going to lose Gabby Douglas score on bars just to let Lori Hernandez do the all around? No. no I would have taken Lori over Allie. thousand <clears throat> percent. So that's, that's so for all y'all Jimtonet fans who say Lori should. Yeah, she should have. And Gabby would have whooped her ass in the damn qualifications and it would have just been non avoid. <sighs> And Lori Vault also was overscored in qualification over Gabby. It just no makes no sense how Lori and Allie both score higher vaults than Gabby did. Go ahead, Brody. I mean, 
Yeah, go ahead, Brody. Um, what in twenty twelve the twenty twelve team? Uh, uh, hold on. Each gymnast, like, what uh, events were they like favorite to win? Like going into the Olympics, because wasn't Jordan? She was favorite to individual win events. Yeah, like, Jordan was third to win the all around. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan was third to win the all around. And any other events? Michaela, Michaela was. Michaela was, was ball. Ball. We had nobody who was going to win bars, but they thought maybe Gabby. Gabby could they thought, get yeah, they thought Gabby could, yeah, get a bronze on bars. Maybe Kyla would have made bars final. And they thought Jordan would do something on Beam, but <laughs> that was never going to happen. They thought Jordan and Ali would have made Beam final. They thought Jordan Ali, and Ali, Michaela would have made floor. Let that tell. Oh yeah, and um, the uh, Pan Am Pan Am Games. I feel mm-hmm. like Brazil, like they definitely have a chance to win. And plus, it's like in their home country, so I know yeah. they're gonna want to bring it home. So I feel like they're gonna like you know lay it all out and just you know go all out. For that it. scares me because Rebecca needs to be wrapped up in bubble wrap. Like, girl, she only has like a, a few competitions in that body. You know what I mean? Like. I don't want them to overuse and her. And you're scared for a damn Rebecca. I'm scared for damn Flavia. It's like Flavia, girl. Like this is your Flavia's, time. Like she's a, she's that's that's a, that's a steal. Like she's made a steal. I've never heard of a Flavia injury in my life. The I've Olympics? never heard. Of, she wasn't hurt. Yes, yeah. She uh, on her last pass on floor, oh, I think she got hurt yeah. on her last yeah. pass on floor. And then couldn't do her full Dude, oh, you're set right. and beam final. God, I forgot about that. <clears throat> the same oh. thing with Ellie Black. Oh, God. And uh, Larissa Yordake. And Larissa Yordake. And Ellie Black. Bro, it's a huge mis- uh, centipede. A centipede? But yes. if, if Brazil do everything that they're capable of, I think Rebecca Andrade's is clearly the best gymnast in the world right now. Yeah, I think Flavia can be in the top five if she does everything that she's capable of. But she never does. Wait, is Sony you coming have back? more faith in Georgia Vila? Suni, uh, yeah, Suni is not it, going to Pan Ams, but she's going. She is trying for worlds. Mm-hmm. I mean, is her ankle fine? Look, as there. far as I know. It, the the ankle is an issue, but they're trying to work around it. They're trying to, you know, do other things, do more bars oriented stuff. They're trying to give her more, like, you know, and soft I landing. The ball that she's working on is the Mustafina ball for yeah. front landing. Yeah. Instead Who of do y'all think, for the back. Do y'all, do y'all think uh, Jordan could make a vault finals? Yeah. If she does. Charles? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. What vaults are she doing? With what vaults? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm over here trying to kill that centipede. I don't know. Oh, where's I've never seen a centipede in real life. Double and a souk one and a half. Um, wasn't she uh, training a, a Chang or something? Like she that? was training a Lopez. She said a long time ago she had a Lopez. She had a Lopez. But then we never saw the Lopez. She was doing a chung into a pit, but I don't. We never saw it. 
Do you, if um, I think for in college, a Lopez vault would be great for her. If um, do you think who if Jig and Rebecca make vault finals, who you think gonna win? I have a feeling Jay is gonna win, but you know. To me, to me, honestly, objectively, Rebecca has the best Chang ever competed. Just because yeah. of the form, the height, the distance, as a judge, I, I prefer Rebecca's technique to Jay's. I'm so, I don't like. I don't have nothing against her. Like I love her, you know, but I just don't see the hype about her chains, like. The only thing, the only good thing I see is the block, and that's it. Like, I don't see anything else. Which is like, the technique itself, like, she gets the block. Then she hits a Christ the Redeemer in the air, right? And then she waits to twist, and the twist is so late that it it makes it look, like, flared and beautiful. The greatest for Becca Andrade is let Leanne Wong get these skills together at Florida. I don't think there's no stopping Leanne. I just don't. Okay, here's my thing with Leanne. I think Leanne is a world-class gymnast. I think that it was a mistake to take out her double Arabian, piked. It was a mistake to take it out because that, that was glorious. That was beautiful and it, it was a mistake, mistake to take it out. I do not think that Leanne is that girl on bars. That's true. I think that but, from, from, but. That gener- no, hold on, from that generation of gauge gymnasts, I think that the, the bars girl is definitely Aaliyah Finnegan. Hmm. I was about to say something, but... Why? I don't don't agree with that either. I don't... I think... Oh, no. Brody. I I do think Leanne is a Bars girl. I think Florida proves that Leanne is more of a Bars girl than maybe even Raleigh is a Bars girl. Oh, 100%. I just think that her routine composition that they were going for at Gage was just not the routine composition. It was too aggressive. I don't think her style is that Russian style of bar routine that she was going for. Yeah, no. I think that maybe Florida's gymnastics is going to give her a different style. Of, maybe they'll teach her a Takashev or two. Maybe they'll teach her uh, 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 um, an abs. Yeah, I doubt that she's going to do okay. that. So here, here is my question for you. Is the nabs worth it now? Yeah. Why? It's still an F skill. But like who oh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. But yeah, like but who I think my point is like, are we taking the deductions that need to be taken on the nabs, or are we just giving the nabs the credit because it's it's just it's a hard skill? I think both. I think for some gymnasts, they are getting the deductions they are that they should. But I think that the skill is of great value. And I know I think most people who do it, other than Nina DeWall, do it pretty laid out. Um I think most judges, if it's kind of pipe, they they devalue de- 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 it very quickly to a church. I haven't seen it been be devalued too many times, though. Is what I'm getting at. It's not. It hasn't been too many people that I've seen it that I would devalue the skill completely. 
do you think there should be more, not parody, there should be more differentiation in how we award half twisting skills, half twisting release yes, skills? Yes, I don't like the way they award half twisting skill on the women's side. Do you think the half twist should be above the bar or like at the last yes. moment? It should be above the bar in the turn. Agreed. Um, I think personally that the there needs to be, and, and if this is as a collective gymnastics community, we need to call for judges to start taking actual deductions during routines. Because I think even in NCAA, we saw that a lot. That the nine nine five, everybody was nine nine five, everything mm-hmm. was nine nine five. I got a nine nine five. You know what I mean? Like I think there needs to be a lot more honest judging and i think there needs to be a call i can for acknowledge your statement do without acknowledging your conversation agreed um i think that and hopefully it, it comes to fruition i'm fingers crossed i i want because realignment everything when you do do it above the bars like you know a certain competition that Man, when you miss it, it's scary. Oh, yeah. I thought that girl was gonna land on her. On her oh head. yeah, like it was. But she did, you know, do the turn above the bar, like you like you want. But ooh, missing it was scary. I think I really want us to really press these judges in the next few competitions, even if it's just on Twitter, whatever it may be, to really start to. Because okay, what I'm getting at, what my whole point is the realignment of it all. Everybody's switching teams. You know, Utah is no longer in the Pac-12, and now it is, now it's not. UCLA, USC, no longer Pac-12. Utah like, might as well go to the Big 10, too. No, they're going to Big... Utah's going to Big 12. Oh. And my point being is, like, how are we going to really focus... Maybe- Okay, I, let's talk about that for a second because yeah. I thought about this with UCLA moving. Maybe that is the way that they're punishing the school without us knowing it. No, that was the, the schools the themselves. Race. They're maybe, jumping. They jump ship themselves. I know, but I'm just saying maybe that's a good thing. Because where are they going again? Are they going to the ACC or no? They're going to. Big, Big Ten. Big Ten with, you, with Michigan. With Michigan. And and, okay. Here's the thing, though. Like, how are we focusing on athlete health? Because there's a lot of gymnasts that don't compete well after being on a plane for that long. And mama, those are long trips. Like, those are long, long fucking trips. And you're, you're but, asking these gymnasts to do, like, death-defying tricks, like, after being, like, jet-lagged? Like, I don't think this can do for anything positive. I understand for other sports, it seems weird, but for gymnastics, they're kind of doing what I always ask them to do was just give me two conferences. Give me the SEC, and I thought it was going to be the Pat 12. I thought it was going to move everybody to the Pat 12, but hell, if it's going to be the Big 10, fuck it, whatever. Just give me two conferences. Give me the SECs. Well, no. You have SEC now, the Big 12, which is going to be a lot more competitive, which I'm here for. And you have the uh, big, <coughs> so you have the SC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, and well, and Big Ten, which are, are going to be renamed or something. But yeah, 
because I, I know that uh, I know that the pack, whatever it's going to turn into, is going to is, is inviting a bunch of these other like AACC teams and uh, MCC teams to join their new conference. Again, my whole thing is like, are these athletes being looked after? Like, because I saw a lot of um, not narrative. What is the fucking word I'm trying to say? So a lot of d- discourse. So a lot of discourse on Twitter about you know how many gymnasts don't compete well after traveling for so long. And this is a week after week after week. And if, if you're realigning all these teams that are so fucking far away, how are you going to look after their like, athlete safety? How are we like... But is it really that much of a difference than what they were yeah. already doing? Yes. Because oh, okay. this is every... like Yeah, you'd have like your, your, your closed conference meets, which is like, you know, a couple hours. These are like cross-country trips now. Because you're having like what you have UCLA go all the way to yeah fucking, from uh, California to Michigan, Minnesota. Yeah, so like I I just want to know or the opposite way around. Yeah, I, I want to know like what is the NCAA doing to ensure these athletes and their safety is is looked after. That's my main concern. Because I mean, NCAA. Can we treat the gymnastics like it's a separate division and not make them be forced to fight fight under the whole all the other rules of all the other damn schools and all the other sports? And just give us two divisions. Give us the East Coast and give us the West Coast. They call the East Coast teams and just divide it by the Mississippi River. If you live, if your school is on the east side of the Mississippi River, you're an East Coast team. If your school is on the west side of the Mississippi, give you a West Coast team. Mississippi isn't even in the middle. There's more people who live on the East Coast than they live on the West Coast. That's going to be mine. Hold on. What schools? Okay. We're going to have to bring out a map. What schools are in the, on the West Coast to you? Or which ones are on the East Coast to you? Okay. The West Coast to me would be like Utah, Oklahoma, any Texas school? There's none. But I'm just saying in the future. Any California school? Oregon, Washington State, Michigan. Um, yeah, yeah, Michigan, Minnesota, Illinois. Yeah, all of them things over there. And who's who's gonna who's on the west on the east coast then? LSU, Florida, Florida State, all the Florida schools, all the LS, all the Alabama schools, all the Georgia schools. Wait, wait, where is the Mississippi again? I don't think they have no Mississippi school. No, where is the Miss, like Mississippi River? It's not in Mississippi. Wait, what? It's closer to New Orleans. Like it starts in New Orleans. Wait, hold on. <laughs> the Mississippi River is not like, in Mississippi. No. Since when? It goes through Mississippi, but it's not in like Mississippi. Then why do we call it the Mississippi River? Cause it goes through Mississippi. But it's not in Mississippi. The basin starts in New Orleans and it ends in one of the Great Lakes in Canada. 
I'm gagged right now. Hold on. I'm gagged. Maybe I'm just delirious because I haven't really slept much. What? Pull up a map at it. Pull, pull up a map. Hold on. Let me pull up a map because this is bothering me. Hold on. We had this whole same thing with the damn Washington Redskins. He was like, they're not in Washington State. No, they're in Washington, D.C. No, that, that was gaggy. That was gaggy. Okay, Mississippi. Mississippi. And Dude says it borders Mississippi. Yeah, I think it borders Mississippi and like um, Louisiana. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mississippi River. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I don't want to see pictures. I just want to see like it on the map. Hold on. Okay, there. Okay, give me this one. No, I don't want to see it on the fucking map. Just show me the picture. There we go. Okay, uh, all right. So the Mississippi River is. Oh, that's weird. Okay, so let me let me. Can we please? Okay, this is this is Mississippi River. It's animated. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's a very good. Yeah, so where where the most central part is, that's a great because most of the people live on the East Coast. So yeah, it'd be very easy. I guess. But then, okay, so is Arkansas then an East Coast or a West Coast school? Where does it lie? It's on the Mississippi River. It's like a border. Let That's on the border. Like Arkansas is like right here. Yeah, it'd be an East Coast school. But then what about like Oklahoma? It'd be an East Coast school. But it, it's it's on the other side. It would be a West Coast school. But then it would be a West Coast school. Whatever side of the damn river is on, that's what school it would be. Minnesota and Michigan would be East uh, West Coast. I mean, East, East Coast schools. Yeah. This makes no sense. Bye. What do you mean it makes no sense? It makes that's perfect canceled. sense. <laughs> that's canceled. We're moving it makes on. Perfect sense. Whatever side of the Mississippi River is on, that's what that's what damn school it goes to. But we and, said they were West Coast schools earlier. Because I didn't realize what side of the Mississippi River it was on. Now that I, I don't like that. I don't. I don't like the, that distinction. What do you it's mean you don't like that distinction? I don't. If the Texas would be a West Coast the, school, huh? Texas would eventually be a West Coast school? That's weird. Yes. They're in the middle. Uh... Not according to the Mississippi River. You're on the West. So we might, might as well divide it by the Mason-Dixon line then. I don't know where that is. It's, 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 it's north and south. That's fine. But then like the South would always win. Exactly, because more people live in the South. Okay, this is a good question for you. I know we just went on a whole rant. Hi, everybody. Wow, during our rant, we gained a lot of viewers. So, question. As a Texan, Texonian, do you consider Texas a part of the South? Yes. Yeah. A lot of people in Texas don't. Ooh. A lot of people would consider Texas, like, not part of the South. Like, it was like, the South is like more country. Texas is its own thing. Like Texas is like cowboy. We're, 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 we're South. We were in the Confederacy. We were. we're I know, we're but like South. being over there, I understand why people like. There was a lot of Confederate states that I don't like. I don't consider Oklahoma the South. 
That is so South. That is Southern. No, y'all are like mid, like y'all are Western people. Like y'all are like cowboys and Indians over there. Like it's different. That's the South. No, that's not the South. That's not the South. It's different. It's way different. Wait until you come when to you, you When you it. think Southern, you think cowboys. No. Yes. No. Southern you, isn't just Creole. You don't think Creole. You think of, you think of, it's, you think like of Southern red Bells. Neck. No, you think of redneck. What is like, it? Cowboys are rednecks. No. Yes. I, when you come to Florida, I'll show you what a redneck is. You'll see the difference. It's, it's different. It's different. It's so different. then that's a Florida redneck. For us, like rednecks and, and cowboys are like, like essentially one. All the rednecks I know think they're cowboys. But see, because y'all are Tetstonian, if y'all was from where is this Florida. Stone, where is the stone coming from? I don't know. Yeah, if y'all was from Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, or Louisiana, that's the South, and it's it's, it's different. That's the it's deep different. South. Exactly. That's just the South. Deep South. The deep South is the true South. We're not doing this right now. We're we not doing this. this. We are. We, we are. We're Southern. We're in the South. Therefore, we are Southern. We're Cowboys. We're the Cowboys are. To- what is the Texas team called? They're the Texas Cowboys. Because, yeah, because you are cowboys. And, and cowboys are intrinsically, inherently rednecks. Call the dolphins, because we are the South. I don't know. I just made that up. Okay. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> that makes no sense. We're at the hour 42 mark. So, final Our thoughts. Our Tampa team is called the Buccaneers. So, you know, we're not even cowboys. We're pirates. That's how Southern we are. So you might as well be Caribbean then. Yeah, yeah, because we're because we have a lot of Caribbean influences. Where you guys are my like, my computer just froze. I don't know what's happening. Something's happening. My computer just froze. So, <coughs> so whatever happens, happens. It, it's froze. <coughs> oh, there it goes. Okay, there it goes. Yeah, my my computer's like, y'all need to stop. I'm over it. So final thoughts, Michaela. Because this was this show was all over all over. SC is game caught. I don't want to know that. Um. What Doof? Doof thought that Washington D.C. was in New York. I didn't realize how far it was away from each other. Like I thought it was like an hour away from each other, but it's they're like, real far from... away. It's in Virginia. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but people act like it's like so close because it's a train that takes you back and forth within like yeah. an hour. Yeah. All right. Final thoughts. This is a real fun show, everybody. Because we didn't know anything. <laughs> Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, get down. Go ahead, girl. Go ahead, get down. Um, all right. I can't believe it's still like one something in the morning. We're still on live talking to Matt. Like, wow. I know. Uh, tomorrow we are streaming American Classic. For those of you who don't have Flip Now. What I, is American Classics for those who don't know it? It's not American mm-hmm. Cup. It's no. not American. It's not the secret classic no. thing. American Classic is one of the last qualifiers to nationals, basically. So if you have it's before, it's the before nationals. Classic. No, this is the classic. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold no, on. it's not the classic. Hold on, I have the calendar pulled up. Hold on. So, 
We have uh, where we are. Where we are in July. Okay, so we have. Um, I'm still in June. July. Okay, we have the American Classic, right? And then we have the U.S. Classic. Yeah. So it's American Classic, not to be used with the U.S. Classic. The American Classic and the U.S. Classic are the last qualifiers for U.S. Championships, which is in the uh, middle. August. So, so then, this the U.S. Um, the American Classic serves as a qualifier for yes. nationals. And if you don't have your like your score yet, you want to compete at the American Classic or U.S. Classic, which is the last opportunity you have to qualify to nationals. Although, if you are a 2020 World or Olympic to 21 World or Olympic team member, you have already qualified to nationals. Mm-hmm. So there's like a, a a few girls are going to be at this competition. Um, exactly who? Give me a second and I'll tell you. It is going it's to always, be. Just always remember though, this classic competition is the competition that Jordan Charles really was the breakout star. Yes. And really kicked out her year last year making the Olympic team because everybody thought Grace McCollum was going to come out and win that competition. And Jordan Charles said, nah, bitch, hold my beer. So there's seniors and juniors. Um, mm-hmm. For the seniors, there's Brody again. So for the seniors, you have um, Sina Lipio, Sky Blakely, Charlotte Booth, friend of the show, Jade Carey, Kayla DiCello, Edison Feta, Chalice Jones, Kaylin Young, Levi Young, Riviviar, Sunisa Lee, Lauren Little, Nolan Matthews, Connor McLean, Zoe Miller, L. Mueller, Brooke Pearson, Jocelyn Roberson, Kaylin Rosen, Asa Sullivan, and Lexi Sice. For the juniors... And out of all of those people, to, to the classic? No. 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 It costs too much money. No. I, I can't get off but, work. It costs too much money. But out of all of those people that could possibly go to the to the American classic, probably like four or five people will actually show up and compete. Right? Well, that's not very wrong. many people. Yeah, not very many people actually compete at that. Yeah, so the girls who are not going to be competing are the ones who qualified for the Pan Ams, I think. Because this is mm-hmm. this is like the national team camp roster. But this is it's 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 pretty much gonna reflect who's gonna be competing this weekend tomorrow. The competition starts around 4 p.m. Central, I wanna say. We will be streaming it live here. Uh there goes Brody again. Uh we're gonna be streaming it live here. What I'm going to have to do is I'm gonna have to start it at work and then remotely like manage the stream once I get back here. But right afterwards, we'll be having another uh whatever we call this. I guess this is a blunt chat, yes, or WLG, whatever it's called. Um we'll have one of those right afterwards. And I think the, after the sh- after the gym. After yeah, after after the competition. Um we'll call it after gym. That'd be cute. Um the fifth rotation. But um yeah, oh, that's that, no the, Jim Casco already has that. Um, oh. so yeah, for the juniors, the dual see Kayla, or these are just the, the, the camp attendees, but um, oh, here it is the, the American classic roster. My bad, I'm not reading the first. Okay, so it's Gina Lipio, Adriana Consoli, Amila Desidori, Marissa Neal, Cam Richardson, and Lexi Zeiss. Oh. Yes, now for the juniors, I'm not saying the first girl because I don't like that name. Dulce Kaler, Nora Christian, Carson Coleman, Annabelle Dewey, Karen Finnell, Gabriel Hardy, Jasmine Jimenez, Evelyn Lowe, Taylor McMahon, 
McMahon. I can't say that. I can't. I've never been on McMahon. 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 It looks like McMahon. Uh, Annalisa Milton, Malia Milton, Adele Osi, Chris, uh, Christiane Popovich, Sydney Snyder, Izzy Stasi, Carly Weinberg, uh, Finley Wilden, and Paige Wills round up the roster for the American Classic roster. And that will be... Now from this list of girls, you know, I don't think any of these girls are like superstars, but you know, it's a good... Sina Lipio. Sina Lipio is an amazing, amazing gymnast. Gymnast. Okay. I also like... Um, who did I like? Uh, from the, the juniors, I really like. Mm. I like um, Dulce Kaler. She's from Dulce C. So um, we will be back tomorrow. Um, I will, I'm going to be at work, so I don't know how to work out. But I, you will get the stream. You will get a stream. So watch out for that. Um, final thoughts. Uh, if you've been reading the ticker at the bottom, you can you know that we have merch. You can follow us on all podcast platforms. Um, please review us. But if you review us, make it constructive. Keep it cute and keep it um, cordial. Mm-hmm. Don't say anything stupid because I'll have it removed. Don't underestimate my power. Lincoln, period. Do not underestimate my power. And please listen to us both on Apple Podcasts and especially on Google Podcasts. The Google Podcasts we plan. Yeah, so... Uh, Right now, all the interviews with the Fist Simmons are up, as well as our interview with Darian Goburn, as well as... Um, Darian's interview isn't up on Google yet, but it's up on everything else. It should be up. Yeah, it's not up on Google yet. Yeah, Google be playing. But um, check those out. Um, it's definitely up on Spotify, though. Okay, cool. Cool. So, yeah, uh, anything else? Oh, all right. If you spend right now for the... I think it's only 10 people. No, I think it's site wide. If you spend over $39 on our merch store, you get free shipping. And who, like, who doesn't like free shipping? I love free shipping. Dope. Yeah. And check us out on our Twitter page, our Facebook page, our Instagram page, our. All the things. All the things. Well, we're going to take our page, kind of. Yeah, kind of. You see the eyebrow? But uh, yeah, I have to go. Uh, call my person. <laughs> Bye. Love y'all. Bye, everybody. Bye, Edit. Bye.